fourth quarter, sidelines to the film room. These are stories that you hear if you stay tuned. They don't let you in the league, you gotta make room. On the gridiron is where your dreams come from. We true. go hard in the city of angels. From the gridiron to Mike, real stories you ain't new. You heard it through the vine and it probably ain't true. I only got to where I'm at, doing shit that you can't do. Two storytellers got to get Peace and blessings, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the show. My name is Hamza Abdullah. This is Matt Ware, and we are the Gridiron Grills. Gridiron football grills storytellers. Gridiron grills football storytellers. You get the picture. Before we get into the stories, though, let me introduce you to the grills. My name is Hamza Abdullah. I'm a retired NFL veteran, seven years. I last played with the Arizona Cardinals in 2011. Before the Cardinals, I was a Denver Bronco, Cleveland Brown, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was a seventh round draft pick out of Washington State University, go Cougs. And before that, I played my high school ball at Pomona High School in California. <laughs> but you can't talk about California football unless you're talking about this man right here, Matthew Jesse Ware. I've given his whole, <laughs> his full government. Cause this is the man, player of the year, First team All-American, USA Today, prep All-American, one of the most highly touted recruits ever in California football, went to star at UCLA, UCLA where he was eight clap, go Bruins, true freshman, played in all the games, freshman All-American, played his collegiate ball at UCLA, and then was drafted in the third round by the Philadelphia Eagles, fly Eagles fly. Then from the Eagles, he went to the Arizona Cardinals, where again, he was part of the Bird game. And so Matt played eight years in the NFL, played a year in the CFL, actually was drafted in the Major League Baseball by the Seattle Mariners. So my dog has been around, man. He's, been, he's, he's traveled. So through those travels, through our professional football career, we've accumulated some stories, been around some great teammates, some great coaches, some great opponents, have made for great experiences. And the great experiences, oh, they great stories. And like Wayne Gretzky says, the great one in his book, 99 Stories of the Game, greatness is not captured in statistics, it's captured in stories. Well, let's get to the stories. Matt, what you got for us today? Oh, big fella, big fella. We got something for him today, bro. Hey, my favorite time in football is when that band strikes up. Oh, oh we talking about HBCU striking it up, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, bro, they don't strike up the band for field goals. Oh, no, 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 no. Only six points. Mm -mm. They going here with it. Mm. Six points, touchdowns. That's when we strike up the band. And oh, do I have a story for you today? Oh. Oh, man. Oh. I tried to block this one out. I really did. But <laughs> it was a September day. A warm, warm September day. Oh, you know when it's warm, bro. Them hamstrings get a little looser. Oof. In Norman, Oklahoma. Mm. My first time ever being in Oklahoma. You want to go back? No, <laughs> I don't. And I'm going to tell you why. Oh, I'm going to tell you why. So UCLA took a trip down. And I believe at the time, Oklahoma was the top five ranked team in the yeah. country. Oh, yeah. They had Jason White, who was a Heisman Trophy winner. Mm -hmm. They had Mark Clayton, mm -hmm. Teddy Lehman. Derek Strait. Roy Williams. Roy, I mean, they had everybody. Every ball, Tommy Harris, yep. every baller you could think of was at Oklahoma. <laughs> so this was going to be the matchup of the century, for me at least. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We're coming down there to show them, with well, us California boys, really how we get down. Oh, they play a different brand of football in Oklahoma. Well, you know, we kept it close until halftime. We, we might have been up at <laughs> halftime. It was, it was about, 10, probably, I think, 10 to 7, 13 to 10, somewhere around there. And then the whole world changed. <laughs> Oh, uh, 
Clouds started coming in. It started to get real dark. Oh, no. But just on our sideline. <laughs> just on our sideline. Because the light was shining bright over on theirs. Oh, bruh. There's a young man named Antonio Perkins. And all he wanted to do that day was run on green grass. Did you say Antonio Perkins? Antonio Perkins. Yes, sir. New York Jets. <laughs> but before them, Booner Sooner. Oh. All day. Oh, yeah. So, man, I remember the week in practice, coach specifically told our punter, do not kick the ball into the middle of the field. Do not kick the ball into the middle of the field. Now, I our know. punter, our punter, he played in the NFL for a long time. This dude had probably one of the biggest legs I ever seen. And he wanted to show it. And he wanted to show it off. <laughs> in fact, me playing against him in high school, he kicked a 63-yard field goal against my high school team to win the game. So this is the type of leg this dude has. Ooh. 63 yards, bro, in high school? Yeah, yeah, wow. that thing was official. So I think since it was warm that day, he wanted to test his leg out and see, hey, how far can I kick this no. ball? No, no. So the first time, after halftime, he kicks the ball to Antonio Perkins. Antonio Perkins. Antonio Perkins. For some reason, Oklahoma had all their starters on special teams, and I didn't understand why. <laughs> but they, oh, they were ready to do some things oh, that day. Oh, because they knew. that band, They parted the band, too. Absolutely. So that first one, that first one went back for 65. A tug? A tug. Strike it up. Oh. Okay. He got one on us. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. He got one on us. He's supposed to get cool. one. He was a pretty good returner. Yeah, pretty good returner. Yeah. We're going to do this again. Son, do not kick the ball into the middle of the field. He did not kick the ball to that man again. Oh, no, Weez. 74 yards. No. Strike up the band. Dun, 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 dun. No. Twice? No. Twice In one is, game? Twice is just a bad day. It just it just happened, bro. <laughs> it just happened. That's the end of the story, man. We got you. Yeah. No. Let me come back to you for another one. He kicked the ball to him again in the middle of the field. He went for 84 <laughs> yards to the crib. I'm sitting on the sideline like, this, this can't be real, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Antonio Perkins, three punt return touchdowns in one afternoon. In one afternoon. This man set an NCAA record. He had 277 punt return yards in one game. That's almost three football fields, bro. Bro, wait, what? I've, wait, I've never heard that before. That's because it doesn't happen. Oh, no. Yeah, bro. 277 punt return yards. But the last one, oh, the last <laughs> one, they wanted us all the way out of normal Oklahoma. <laughs> and they wanted to set a real standard about how this was going to go down. So I got a little quote for you. This is from Chris Cluey, the punter who kicked it to him three times in a row. For me, the defining moment was at the end of the game when he was running back the third one. <laughs> he had a lead blocker, Peoples. And when the guy went to block me, he did a forearm block that missed my chest and hit me right in my throat. <laughs> oh, no. He told, he told the Tulsa World News that pretty much summed up the day. <laughs> they planted that man into the turf, and he still might be there right now, bro. But wait, wait, wait. You said he had a lead blocker? He, bro, he had on, a lead. <laughs> on a punt return? On a punt return. <laughs> and, bro, you know, you're trying to set a standard when you go after the punter. 
oh. and gave him that forearm shiver. Gave him that forearm shiver to his throat. It was not a mistake. No. It was not a no, mistake no. that it missed your chest, buddy. Oh, no. You don't ever come back here. Ever. Oh, no. That was the last time UCLA played in Oklahoma. And, and I'm pretty sure that was the last time UCLA ever played in Oklahoma. Because it was Boomer Sooner and they were shooting off them cannons. Oh, oh, they, were they, sh- the oh they were shooting them. Oh. But see, don't, don't get it twisted, though. Don't get it twisted. Because Perk, oh, he gave it to us, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Oh, he hates the Pac-12? Oh, he hates the entire Pac-12. <laughs> he came all the way to UCLA, to Pasadena, to play in the Rose Bowl, the 2003 Rose Bowl, Oklahoma Sooners versus Washington State University. Oh, yeah, he took one back on us. Yeah, I'm official like that. And the granddaddy of them all. Oh, oh, and he was granddaddy. <laughs> and we were sitting on his lap. Oh, but you cannot. And so we played in the Rose Bowl, 2003 Rose Bowl. So I thought, you just strike up the band in college. They don't do it anywhere else, bro? They strike up the band in the NFL. And this one young man, Devin Hester, Oh, he was the conductor. Oh, he played the cello. Whatever you needed in the band. Oh, Devin Hester. Bro, he was Antonio Perkins times a thousand. Oh, but just like Chris Cluey, we had a young man named Todd Sauerbrunn. He was an all-pro punter for the Carolina Panthers. Then he came to Denver. And November 25th, 2007, he said, you know what? Screw you, Devin Hester. I'm going to kick you the ball. Oh no! Who told you to do that? You did not, not kick the ball to two Do you three. watch film? Like, do specialists watch film? I don't think punters watch film. Do you watch sports and do you have ESPN at your house? Don't kick this man the ball. Don't do it. Bro, November 25th, 2007, we're in Chicago for the Denver Broncos. We're playing a well of a game. The defense is balling, the offense is balling, everybody's balling. Except one man. Mm. Except one man. Mm. He says, you know what? Here you go, Devin Hester. So he kicks it to him. He punts it to him. Devin Hester, he could have just caught it and took it to the house. Devin Hester says, no. Not only am I going to take it to the house, I'm going to leap over you, Todd Sauerbrunn, on my way to the end zone. And then if that wasn't enough, he took a kickoff return back to the house again. And I heard that familiar. (laughs) So no, Devin Hester is, he's the band conductor. He is the man. So when you talk about, man, it just gives me shivers and deja vu and everything that, everything bad that could happen, Devin Hester is responsible. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, uh, you know you said Perk, Perk did to you too. Yeah, yeah. And then Devin Hester did it to you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, your boy got a story about Devin Hester too, bro. Oh, and it was oh. a day in infamy. No. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the the debacle in the <laughs> desert. Oh, and I was there firsthand. Oh, I was there firsthand, bro. Chicago Bears came down no, to no, Arizona. No. Oh, no, no, not this play. In 2006. Oh, man, we. It sounded like the same game plan. It, we were playing a hell of a game on defense, bro. Yeah. It was 20 to 0. 
20 to 0. We were it was a, about to be a hug and thug. Mm. We were a struggling team at that point. Mm. Hey, but the Chicago Bears, we knew them. Oh yeah. We knew who they were. Oh, we you know exactly who they are. We knew who they were. But then things started to unravel. Oh no. Sack, uh-oh. fumble, uh-oh. Touchdown. No. Pick, touchdown. Oh, Uncle Mo went and sat from he went from your side of the stands. To the Chicago oh. Bears. Oh, and Uncle Mo switched seats. He- oh, he wants all the seats. <laughs> oh, Uncle Mo. Uncle Mo is a large man. Oh, oh he no. Need, oh, he that needs your seat. Yeah. My seat and your seat. Man, I went out there as a young gunner in the NFL. Mm-mm. We were up 20 to 14 at the time. We needed to get this stop. Yeah. Gotta get this stop. Who is this guy, young guy down here, number 23? Man. I take an inside release mm. to beat the double team, running downfield, running downfield. The double team's still on me, mm. right? Devin Hefster catches the ball, and this dude must have been playing on fast forward. Oh, yeah, one cut and get missing. He was one, fo- one foot in the ground, mm. and he was north and south. Is there anyone as fast as him on that field? No. <laughs> <laughs> and as I look back, all I seen was people diving for his feet. <laughs> No. Oh, the bottom of his feet. He had the, he had them razzle dazzles on the bottom of his feet. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. he had the reflection so you could see your face oh, when yeah. you dive. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. No. They were diving, and then that band went up again. What's that? Oh, it happened to us, bro. Oh, and he, oh, and it was a walk off. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, it wait, was wait. A wa- that was the end of the game. That was a walk off. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It was 20 to 14. All you got to do is kick, literally kick it out of bounds and you win the game. No. <laughs> so he wanted to hear the band. He wanted, bro. <laughs> he wanted to climb all the way up that ladder and grab his thing and start hitting him right here with it. Oh, and did he ever? He walked off. So he catches the punt. Goes to the house. That's the end of the game. It's a walk-off. It's done. So then that's the end of the story. <laughs> oh, Danny Green. Oh, Danny Green. Oh, God have mercy oh, on I'm him. I'm sure you guys remember Budweiser commercials. Coors Light is one of those two. Oh, yeah. So I'm in the locker room. <laughs> I'm getting changed, getting showered up, getting changed. And I come walking out of the doors. And we had these huge screens in the University of Phoenix Stadium where you can see the head coach doing his press conference. <laughs> and Denny Green, oh, bro. Oh, no. Oh, he blew a casket. <laughs> oh, he blew a gasket. He blew a gasket. The Chicago Bears, we knew who they were. Oh, no. We knew who they were. And we let them off the hook. Oh, no. <laughs> with, the, with, the, with, the, with the fist on the table. Everything. And we let them off the hook. They are who we thought they were. And oh, were they ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know who they are. Yeah. They're all the that, band leaders. All that sounded great. Except for 2-3. Except for 2-3. We, we, did no. we did not know who he no. was. Or we would not have kicked him the ball. No. Oh, but the NFL learned quickly. Greatest return man in the history of the NFL. The history of the NFL, Devin Hester. Literally one, probably one out of every five, six kicks was going to going the crib. They're going to the house. Y'all don't understand these odds. No, these no, are, no. These are grown men out here yes. 
with kids. With kids. Yeah, like they have kids that they buckle into the seatbelt. They get in the car and they drive them to school. Devin Hester is running circles around grown men driving kids to school. Paying mortgage. Yes. Doctor's bills. Yes. Getting checked for their prostate. He don't care. Oh, I want it all. All of it. Devin Hester, University of Miami grad, one of the greatest of all time. He's going to Canton. Hopefully, Absolutely. hopefully real soon. But man, I enjoyed that story, Weez. I appreciate it, man. I know you guys are enjoying the stories too. So leave us a like, comment, subscribe, heart emoji, whatever emojis you want, except for some of them other ones. You know, you don't want to get not Twitter after night, uh, Twitter after dark, Instagram <laughs> after dark. No, you leave them emojis. Leave those on the other side. We want the real ones, man. And don't forget to give us a five-star rating. Because like Bomani Jones says in the Right Time podcast, if you only give us four stars, I'm inclined to think that you're a hater. I don't think you're a hater, so leave us five stars. Follow us on our social platforms, Gridiron Grills. I'm Hamza Abdullah. This is Matt Ware. We're the Gridiron Grills. Peace. Two storytellers got together but came lit Brothers on the gridiron and still haven't changed since Now it's daytime, all the rest go and take six Relax and unwind cause it's a lot to just take in uh-huh. Fourth quarter sidelines to the film room These are stories that you hear if you stay tuned They don't let you in the league, you gotta make room 